0: Let's welcome in Coach John Combs, one final edition of Hooping and Hollering on High School Basketball in South Carolina. Coach Combs, the AD at Spring Valley, former head coach at Westwood. And welcome in, sir. Great to have you with us. Uh, How have you enjoyed this week of basketball going back to last week, semifinals, and the finals coming up?
1: Well, Phil, first of all, it's a great week of high school basketball. Night is our last uh, semifinal games um, before they take a day off tomorrow. And then we have the uh, finals going on this Friday and Saturday at the Florence Civic Center. there has been a lot of really good games, and I know there's still a lot of great games still yet to be played. Yeah. So let me ask you right off the top,
0: the elephant in the room with this arrangement, everybody coming to Florence, uh, stretching out these semifinals that began last week, and they're still going on tonight before we shift. Your take on it, do you think uh, everything has gone as well as possible? What, what's the feedback you've been hearing from your people?
1: Well, one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm certainly going to do is wait until it's all over with. We're going to survey all of our coaches that were a part of it to get their feedback. Um, you know, if you're Burns in Malden High School that played in a 5A upper state championship that had to drive three-plus hours, you probably didn't like it very much. Uh, whereas you know uh, Ridgeview High School and AC Floor Girls that are playing tonight uh, for a semifinal state championship probably don't mind it as much. So the high school league decided to try to do something different. Um, it's quite a long way for certain people. Um, so we'll we'll give it a try and see get the feedback. Um, the people that got to drive a long way don't like it. Mm. Um, the other people, yeah, it's it's okay. So we'll, we'll see how it goes this weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got to burn you when you. First of all, you're talking about two teams close to each other in the upstate. I mean, you would think logically you could just find a place to play with Dorman being eliminated. Why not just play at Dorman, you know, great arena. You're right there in your backyard. Or if you're driving through Columbia, you could say, why can't we just play in Columbia? We've got to go all the way to to Florence. How has the attendance been from what
1: what you can gather? Have they been pleased with that? I, it's not been great at times. Um, you know, not as good as, like you say, a Burns and Malden if they would have played in the Greenville area. You know, the, the high school league, uh, they do have a very difficult job uh, in, in finding venues. You know, this does help them make it one venue. It's actually not extremely easy to, let's say you want to host a, a Burns and a Malden at Dorman High School. They probably would do that. But then would some other high school want to host a Lakewood, Military Magnets, at a different place, so there's a lot of logistical uh, hurdles and challenges uh, that come about on this. But I remember back when I was a student manager with Coach uh, Whipple at Irmo back in '94. I mean, we hosted the uh, lower state championship at Ermo High School when we played Hartsville, and that was a great environment. It was packed, but that was a that was a long time ago, and so it it will be interesting to see how what the feedback is from people. I, I've got a feeling what it's going to be like, but. You know, we'll see how it goes this weekend.
0: All right, so what I want to do with you right now is uh, something I do with David Shelton when we get through the championships of the high school football season. I put him on the spot and say, okay, give me a winner. So looking ahead to these championship games, 5A boys, you've got uh, Burns and Lexington. Woo, great matchup. What
1: do you think? That is a great matchup. Um, I I would just have a hard time betting against Lexington. Um, They're they're just – they're top three as good as any top three anywhere in the state. But I will say this, Lane Fowler, who was a guest on this show, his team is playing outstanding. Um, So that will be a good game, but I'm going to have to give the the, the edge to Lexington High School and Cam Scott and all their other players. Yeah, you feel like
0: an individual player like Cam Scott playing. I I remember Raymond Felton in his – Last high school game, championship game against Hunter Connor Tyler, at the uh, old Coliseum. I think he went off for like forty-eight points. You expect the great ones to maybe go off big in a setting like this.
1: Well, you know Cam Scott has played great, but the one thing that makes Lexington so difficult is not just Cam Scott. It's Jackson Prunty, Caleb Evans. I mean, they go. They go. It's, I don't think anybody in state has as three as good of players as what Lexington has. You know, maybe you can argue great collegiate. But they're they're more than just one guy, and, and Cam Scott has been really good when they've needed him so far.
0: All right, let's go to the uh, 4A boys, and I guess we're having semifinals tonight, so we'll have to wait on the championship pick unless they've. You got Riverside and Greer and Ridgeview and James Island. Am I correct on that tonight?
1: That is correct. Re- Riverside beat Greer earlier today, okay. um, which in, in a good game, but I think Riverside's outstanding. Uh, Ridgeview and, and, and James Island play tonight. I would have to probably lean towards Ridgeview winning that game, but uh, James Island played a heck of a game last week to beat the, uh, Westwood to get into the semifinal. I, uh, whoever Riverside plays will be an outstanding game. Riverside, I think, is one of the better teams in the state. I'm actually you know, going to kind of lean towards maybe Riverside and, and Ridgeview together. I, you probably catch me on the day one time, I might pick a Ridgeview team and next time I might pick uh, Riverside and, and, you know, James Island might say forget all that and they're just going to win tonight anyway and just blow the whole thing up the water. All right,
0: so we got one more semifinal there to be determined. Let's go to the uh, 3A boys. It's going to be Powdersville from the upper state against Darlington from the uh, lower state. Didn't realize Darlington had come on to be a really good basketball team. Obviously they have, and Powdersville's got the young man, Simeon, who's headed to South Carolina. They won a – their two semifinals were very low scoring, 38-35 and 47-44. Are these um, defensive-oriented teams?
1: I, I, think, I think they are. Am I, I, I Simeon in from Powdersville. That's the one thing that I think a lot of people are going to be excited to see. Not, not a lot of people here in the Columbia area or now in the Florence will get a chance to see Powdersville play, and so that will be great. But the one thing is Darlington is just not far away from the Florence Civic Center. But so the hometown crowd will certainly definitely be there for Darlington. Coach Brad Knox does a fantastic job for Darlington. Like I said, they will be they will be ready to go, have a great defensive plan. I, I don't even know who to pick on that one, but I'm going to go with Powdersville because they've, they've, they've made it all this way so far. And, and when you've got a great player like Simeon who's coming on, looking good,
0: I think they'll, they'll be a tough team to beat. Okay, let's go to 2A boys. And uh, we've got the – the matchup with the charter schools here you've got gray collegiate and oceanside collegiate what do you think
1: uh, i think great collegiate is just going to be too much for oceanside oceanside is really good quentin hollis their coach this is going to be back-to-back years that they played each other but um as coach dion buffet has said this is personal uh, right. he, he's 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 looking to go out of 2a on top i think uh Gray Collegiates probably one of the best teams right up there with Lexington and all of South Carolina. Their talent's just too much. I, I would this would be one I'd be surprised if Gray Collegiate didn't win. Yeah, we had a
0: little bit of um, sportsmanlike or maybe unsportsmanlike stuff happen after that Gray Collegiate and Keenan game. Um, would you, t- from a coach's standpoint, your position with the coaches' association? How do you react to that? Where coaches themselves are little bit antsy with one another at the
1: going through the handshake line? Well, those are two highly competitive individuals that, um you know, just right after the game's over with one, didn't want to shake hands with the other. I, you know, I don't know exactly what that was about. Um, I don't think I've ever had a situation where I ever wouldn't shake hands with somebody, but those are two alpha dogs that mm. <laughs> after the game, they just made it. They, they weren't seeing eye to eye at that point in time.
0: Yeah. Okay, one A, Christchurch and Bethune Bowman.
1: What do you think? You know, Christchurch has been there. I would kind of lean towards them, but Bethune Bowman. I mean, once you know, if they're scrappy, they get after. it, They play really hard. I, I just once again, I think Christchurch just being there, they, they got some talent. I think it will they'll, they'll be to the come on top there. Let's go to
0: the uh, girls' side now, and we'll begin with five A championship matchup,
1: Rock Hill. Sumter. Thoughts there? I, th- I think those are the two. That's maybe the best match. one of the best matchups of the whole thing. Rock Hill is outstanding. Sumter's been number one most of the year. I, the, the, these two were on a collision course right from the get go. I'm going to lean towards Sumter on this one, but uh, this one wouldn't surprise me at all if Rock Hill gets the win.
0: Okay. The Forays playing semifinals today, so update us on what you know. You got Riverside, Westside, and AC Flora, Ridgeview.
1: Once again those I think those are really balanced matchups AC floor and Ridgeview ought to be a good matchup tonight I think uh you know Ridgeview won the region so they might be a little bit of a favorite there Riverside's having an outstanding year it will be interesting to see who comes out of that one
0: are they still playing those games have not been completed yet
1: well they're probably finishing up the the Ridgeview AC floor game right now as we speak okay okay and
0: then Riverside and Westside are still to play. Yeah, uh, Riverside
1: won earlier today. That is correct. Oh, okay, so R-
0: so Riverside has advanced to the championship uh, yep. for the uh, the four A girls and for the and for the boys, right? There. That's correct. That is correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, always excited when you can get uh, exciting when you can get both both sides in there for the fan base. Let's go to three A. You got Daniel coming out of the upper state, and you've got uh, no, you don't. I'm sorry. You've got uh, you got Wren coming out of the upper state and Camden. Coming out of the lower state, one more for Joyce Edwards.
1: Yeah, you've got to go with Camden here. Um, Coach McGowan's at Rend. I mean, she's had an outstanding year. They're a really good team. Uh, I just don't see anybody um, being able to go against Camden and Joyce Edwards and their team.
0: All right, we go to 2A, and it's going to be Landrum against Andrew Jackson. I know our buddy Tiger Bryan believes in Andrew Jackson over there in Kershaw. What do you think? I tell you what,
1: these fan bases here, both of them are about as passionate as they get. You don't rank someone quite right, or if you're a little off in your rankings, they will certainly <laughs> let you know uh, about that. I, you know, I have not seen Landrum play, but I know Andrew Jackson's played really well. I, I'm anxious to see how this one goes, because this, this will be one where both fan bases and small towns will show up at the Florence Civic Center.
0: All right, last one. Uh, Lakeview ended the run of military magnets. Uh, coming out of the low country, and uh, and Denmark-Olar somehow ended up in the upper state. Don't know how that happened, but they did. Uh, how did that happen? How does Denmark-Olar end up in the upper state bracket?
1: You know, that's a great question. I don't know if there was like a flex region in 1A where, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes they get creative, who gets, goes, where. But, I mean, I tell you, both of those teams are really good. Um, and a little bit of a surprise that uh, Lakeview – came out of that to beat military magnet, but they'll probably tell you they're not surprised at all that they're there. Uh, Terrence Jones and Denmark Oler, their team, he does a great job with them. That will be a battle. Once again, a couple of small towns, communities, they're going to be ready to go at it and try to get themselves a state title this weekend.
0: Well, nothing like getting that trophy. Nothing like getting that state championship trophy. Uh, Your thoughts as we wrap it up, your thoughts on the high school season overall and – where you think we need to go next year in terms of some areas of improvement? Well, I think it was
1: a great year for high school basketball. I mean, we'd love to obviously see what, uh, you know, how his last weekend will play out there at the Florence Civic Center. You know, there will be a lot of changeover, some changeover with women's basketball. Joyce Edwards won't be back next year. You know, I'm I'm still pushing that we get a full-time shot clock that -hmm. I think down the road could help basketball a little bit. That won't be a short-term improvement you know do they look at doing something different with the state uh, championships next year with a different site i think it will be you know i'm excited about the end of this year and i'm already excited about next year there's a lot of good talent in our state younger people will be interested to see what what happens
0: when will they decide on the locations the plans for next year when is that meeting or meetings when are they when that's are they a, held
1: that's a great question so i i don't know that when the high school league makes that decision that's a That's a good question. I know, like I said, we're going to give them our feedback from our coaches, coaches' Mm -hmm. association, and, you know, and then, of course, I'm sure the athletic directors will have their input and the executive committee, and they'll make the best decision uh, that they feel is the right thing for everybody. They didn't call you the Wizard of Westwood
0: for nothing back in the day.
1: (laughs) Nobody (laughs) called me that, Phil. (laughs) Well, I'm calling you that. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: might not be the original one, but it still fits, the Wizard of the local Westwood. Uh, Now over at Spring Valley, Uh, we've had a blast doing this segment. I hope you'll make plans to do it again with us next basketball season. Absolutely. Can't wait. Coach, thank you. Enjoy the championship weekend, and we'll see you down the road. That'll be great. Thank you, Phil. Y'all have a great night. You too, sir. Thank you very much. Coach John Combs used to coach at Westwood, um, Spring Valley, now the AD at Spring Valley. I should have come up with that earlier, the Wizard of Westwood. It just dawned on me that – It fits. He could be the Wizard of Westwood.